This is Cyber Defense Radio with your host and cybersecurity expert, Gary Malefsky. Gary brings to you another globally recognized cybersecurity executive in the hot seat today. Sitting in my hot seat today is an amazing guest. It's Andrew Barnett. He is the chief strategy officer from an incredible company, Simulate with a C, C-Y-M-U-L-A-T-E.com. Simulate does continuous threat exposure management, CTEM, and we're going to learn a lot about it from the attacker's view and why that's so important. Andrew, welcome to the hot seat. Thanks for having me. So let's deep dive into CTEM. What is it? Why does it exist? Can I just run a vulnerability scan and think I'm done? It's a great, good question. Uh, so CTEM is a category or at least term that Gartner has coined recently to try to combine a bunch of parts of a security program that uh, up until now been siloed off in mar- most larger organizations um, from governance risk and compliance to security operations to security infrastructure. So what they're trying to do is define how those different teams should be handing off information, um, whether you think it's threat intel coming in and letting you know that an adversary is targeting you or uh, you know, new regulations come out from the SEC or the EU with DORA or whatever it might be that should really inform folks on how they're structuring or reporting or analyzing uh, their security. So, Andrew, the bad guys don't rest and don't sleep, and they've got the greatest AI tools now in automation. Uh, and, you know, it started in the early days with DDoS attacks where they just leveraged lots of computers remotely. I remember Dyn was taken down, a DNS host was taken down, and mm-hmm. kids lost Twitter and Spotify. It was a big deal. It was the end of the world to them. And, you know, that was automation. It's gotten a lot worse, hasn't it? And it's more than DDoS. It's really to steal data. Stealing the data is what really matters. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and if you look at you know where security product companies are integrating AI or new you know new startups coming out uh, leveraging that, it it really is all about the data. Um, you, you think of like how many problems over the last fifteen years people have had with DLP from classification, understanding where your data is, why it lives there, how it's structured, how people use it, where they send it. Uh, it's it's only getting more complex with AI. Uh, hopefully someone figures that piece out. But uh, yeah, from the from the adversary perspective, I don't think we've even really seen the true power that this could have just yet. I know our developers are using it in different ways. Uh, yeah, we, we'll dive into what Simulate does here in a little bit, but we've taken some of the attack code that we have in, in our content, put it in chat GPT, and it said, oh, here, you can do it a better way. Here's the code. So <laughs> it's been great. So, so you have a team that develops the uh, simulated experience of a breach. So we're actually giving safe code to run that will execute the different types of attack behaviors that occur during a breach. So whether that's uh, using like a SQL injection attack to pop a web app or um, finding some sort of bypass or brute force attack to you know break into an organization, we have literally thousands of different types of these behaviors and, and attacks built into the platform so that you can go about assessing um, you know, where your gaps and visibility and, and prevention are. Is this like point and click red teaming? It is. It's that easy. Uh, you, know, you, can, you can get as custom as you'd like, uploading your own code, crafting things, using your own files. But if you're just trying to get to the answer on can I stop this, yes or no, it really is just a click of a button. Now, all it takes is one vulnerability to take a network down or steal data. 
And, you know, there's been vulnerability management around for a long time. But usually those those vendors, uh, they don't really know. They might say, I think you're vulnerable. I think you have a hole, but I don't know if it's going to be exploited or how it's going to be exploited. You're more on the MITRE attack framework side of the the, the coin. That's right. I mean, in, until an exploit exists for vulnerability, there's no real way unless you have the, the zero day itself, right, uh, to know exactly how that might happen. However, if referencing the, the minor attack framework, right, I might have something that's going to target a, an asset inside my environment. It still has to get there. I have to cross the perimeter if it's on-prem or get through cloud defenses. Um, so if you think of how MITRE's got their framework structured from discovery and enumeration, initial access all the way through action on target, I have plenty of lines of defense and controls and technologies deployed uh, to hopefully pick up, detect, prevent before I get there. And so really when we talk about, you know, how, how do I deal with these zero days? Well, think about all of the things that have to go right, even before someone gets access to that machine to perhaps leverage that, that vulnerability and new exploit and really simulates there to help you test all along the way from initial discovery all the way through action on target. Andrew, could you give a few examples? Uh, typical clients, would it be a bank, an insurance company, a healthcare provider? And without naming names or disclosing, what are the kinds of problems you find? So the, the reason why Simulate exists is really to help our clients get better at, at defending against cyber attacks uh, and have the confidence to know if they need to make a change or add a new piece of technology or uh, really just get the verification that they're doing the right things. That's what we're there for. And it's all about producing actionable outcomes that people can go take. You know, cyber defenders have more than enough problems. There's enough vulnerabilities and gaps of configuration and just trying to get the basic plumbing right. They don't need folks to come in and add to that pile. Really what we're all about is helping you understand what to prioritize and, and give you steps on exactly what to go do next. Um, so the applicability across our client base is that we have clients in, in every industry of all shapes and sizes from you know, the 500, 600 person organizations all the way up to some of the biggest companies in the world. Uh, and the reason for that is that up until now, most people, the way that they're managing their risk, the way that they're deciding what to go do is when something bad happens. They have a breach, they have an incident, something gets past their defenses. Once they've contained the threat and done their, their reverse engineering or, or postmortem, they make a decision to go do something go do something about it. And then hopefully that stops it the next time. By using Simulate, our clients are able to get proactive because they're safely executing these types of behaviors against their environments every day. And so they're either discovering where their gaps in visibility or prevention are, or they're getting that, that validation that they're doing the right things, they're stopping stuff, and they can move on to the next. And you had brought up zero day. So these, these tests of yours, do they include zero day exploits or tests for zero day vulnerabilities? I know there's a, a nuance there. Yeah, I mean, you think of it like once it's, you know, you call it a zero day, once I have it in my hands, well, then I'm, it's not, it's day one, really. It's not, not a zero day anymore. Um, so typically when it comes to new content for our platform, our research team is getting a hold of things as quickly as possible, whether that's, that's you know, payloads or binaries, uh, or even just the, the behaviors that are associated with an exploit. You think I'm going to connect to something over uh, some obscure port or use this specific type of protocol to bypass a control, whatever that might be. Uh, we're adding that content into the platform on a daily basis so that you can go and test it. So even if I don't have that 
brand new attack that came out an hour ago that's being used to to pop a box somewhere, I'll have associated behaviors or IOCs, indicators of compromise associated with that, that I can go and test as quickly as possible. That's awesome. And one of the things that uh, the CISOs tell me, they're tired of too many dashboards. You know, they land on one and um, it, who who knows what the dashboard of, of the day is, but too yep. many dashboards. You, I know you have a really beautiful dashboard, but you do you also have APIs and connectors and plugins that make it easy for them to look at things and get alerts in one place? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't think any security tool can exist today without having that. You need to be able to be a, a contributing part to someone's stack. Uh, if you think that everyone's going to live on your platform and never go anywhere else, well, you're wrong. <laughs> uh, so whether it's integrating the outcomes of, of what we do into your think ServiceNow or Power BI dashboard, wherever that might be from a reporting perspective, to initializing the attacks, creating new content, executing that stuff via SOAR tool uh, or some other uh, type of automation. Yeah, you can do everything in the UI, everything you can do in the UI, you can do over the API as well. And how quickly can we get a demonstration or a proof of value? And what's the process? Uh, I mean, there's various ways to reach out. Certainly find, come find me on LinkedIn. Uh, go to simulate.com. There's a free trial, free demo uh, button that you can click right on the website as well. Uh, we've got sales teams to, around the world who are uh, more than happy to, to speak to someone and show them what we can do. And how does it spin up and how long does it take? So we're a SaaS-based platform hosted on AWS in different regions around the world to help with, you know, data compliance and uh, data sovereignty concerns. Uh, I mean, I could spit up a tenant in literally minutes, uh, depending on the types of behaviors that you're trying to test or the controls that you're trying to test, you may or may not need an agent deployed in your environment. Uh, so just as quickly as you can download a file and install it on a machine, we're up and running. Now I have a feeling the fortune 500 love you guys, but I'm curious, the mid market and SMEs generate 80% of GDP in most countries, especially the U.S. Can the mid-market afford you and can they deploy you and, and how's that going? Yeah, absolutely. We, we have a licensing model that's really based on the size of the organization because we want those smaller teams to be able to use Simulate and, and reap the benefits that it can provide. And in fact, the majority of our client base sits squarely in what you know anyone would define in the, as the mid-market around the world. Um and you know what we see when we when we enter a smaller team, you think uh, maybe there's three to ten folks that are that have cyber responsibilities, whether they have a dedicated team or if it's shared across IT. They're up and running in moments, uh, and they're they're out there testing their controls. We in fact see that the the time to value or the the impact that Simulate has on their day to day is faster than some of the larger organizations, just kind of by the nature of how nimble. A smaller company can be. So they're using Simulate to get out of that day-to-day -day firefighting, get more proactive in understanding how to change the policy on their EDR, tweak a firewall rule, uh, improve the capabilities that either their own SOC or in many cases, folks are leveraging MSSPs these days, ensure that the MSSP is doing what they are claiming to be doing as well. So getting that validation and, and really just improving their security posture. Andrew, if I'm understaffed and I just don't have the expertise, it sounds like, you know, we've got hundreds of thousands of job openings in cyber in America and so many breaches are, I just didn't have the resources. It sounds like you, you provide a force multiplier that everybody should have uh, on their, on their SaaS offering for, for cybersecurity posture management and testing 
to make sure they're they're not vulnerable at this moment in time. Yeah, there. I mean, there's multiple ways to consume Simulate, right? You can buy the product and run it yourself. Um, we have a ton of great partners around the world who also provide Simulate either as a standalone service or have it built into how they're doing uh, MDR, Manage, Detect, and Respond, uh, or you know the new term XDR or MXDR, or you know however many more letters you can squeeze in there. So. There'll be a ZDR one day, I bet. <laughs> it needs to be, right? Um, no, I mean, particularly those those folks, the MSSPs, the, uh, you know, they, they've got a tough gig, right? They're going to be the first ones that the fingers pointed at when something bad happens. They should be monitoring everything that's going on in your organization. Oftentimes, they have to adopt the dumpster fire of a security program that is already existing and try to make some sense of it and, and move forward. Uh, so the capabilities that we provide and uh, being able to quickly assess the, the the situation, where the gaps are, what controls are working, which controls are not working, uh, it is a force multiplier for them too. And we have we have plenty of MSSPs who we consider customers as well. I think for a company buying another company, there's a lot of mergers going on. Mm -hmm. And for cyber insurance policies, Simulate should be the checkbox of, I just ran the test and we're safe, at least at this moment in time. And they need to run Simulate all the time, it seems to me. Yeah, I mean, we could probably have a whole nother show on the the pitfalls of cyber insurance. Um, it's something that I love to, to discuss as well, but you're absolutely right. Like this should be the way that someone does diligence. Uh, you know, there are sometimes complexities in the deals. You can or can't take a look at what's actually going on behind the curtain, so to speak. Uh, but we have, we have some clients who've integrated us into their M&A programs. They've found some very creative ways to uh, essentially get the company that's being acquired to opt in uh, in order for them to, to use us and, and go see what's, up, what's going on. That's wonderful. Andrew, is there anything we haven't covered that you'd like to share with our viewers and listeners? Um, you know, we've touched on on the markets, on, on who's using us. You know, I, I think just depending on where the responsibilities lie uh, within an organization, whether it's it's the, the CISO's job to really, you know, manage every aspect of security in a smaller organization, or it's the, the head of security operations. You know, the thing that I would just want any of your listeners or watchers to, to know is that uh, the capabilities that Simulate provide really uh, uh, provide outcomes for, for everybody, regardless of where you are in, in your current maturity level, um, what, whatever it is that you're working towards, whether it's just becoming PCI compliant, uh, or figuring out how to, um, you know, improve your security program because now the SEC cares about <laughs> what's going on and, and your board's going to be asking more questions. So we're here to help. Folks, you heard it here first from Andrew Barnett, the Chief Strategy Officer of Simulate. That's C-Y-M-U-L-A-T-E.com. Check them out. Continuous Threat Exposure Management, CTEM is critical for every business to get one step ahead of the next threat to stop the next breach. You're never going to be 100% secure, but you can be much more resilient with Simulate. You've been listening to Cyber Defense Radio. Stay tuned next time for another amazing and informative episode. CyberDefenseRadio.com is proudly part of the Cyber Defense Media Group, where InfoSec knowledge is power. Cyber Defense TV and Cyber Defense Radio have launched 24 by 7 by 365 live streams. Visit them online today at cyberdefense.tv and cyberdefense.radio. 
with your host and globally recognized cybersecurity expert and my good friend, Gary Milewski.